Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It is Thursday, February 20th, 2020, 2020. I think that, uh, or 02, 2020. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, happy to have you guys along with us today. We've got two very special guests, as always. I have my co-host with me, Ethan Smith. Ethan, how you doing? Feel pretty good, Nolan. How about you? Oh, not too bad. And uh, we brought back Sergio Colchester. Uh, if you'll remember yeah, Sergio from the uh, from last week's episode, we're doing the Sergio Colchester Challenge, where uh, a diehard <laughs> Red Wings fan who has sworn off the Red Wings is going to watch a couple games for a couple weeks and see if they can bring him back, see if there's any excitement there, see if there's any love lost or love found. Now, uh, Sergio, overall thoughts, impressions. He started watching, I think, like Thursday or over the weekend. I sure did. I sure did. Um, you know, listen, the wings are great. I'm, I'm all in. We, we're fine. We, we just swept the, the Habs. I think there are two, correct me if I'm wrong, there are two original six teams in our division, and we went seven and one against them this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, give, I think they have one game good. left against the Bruins, so they got, they got the a trophy. chance to do more damage. Yeah. Let's go eight and one. It doesn't even matter. I think that, that that wins us the 1948 Stanley Cup. I think so, too. <laughs> you know, the, something uh, to do with, like, the eight tentacles on the octopus. I'm going to relate it to that a little bit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they were what, – what the whole tradition was about was, was going eight and one in the regular season against Montreal and Boston. <laughs> Fox Sports, Fox Sports Detroit said, too, that was the first time we've ever completed a series sweep against Montreal. In franchise history, yep, impossible. They were we played two games against them for a year for like thirty years. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of stat is that? (laughs) 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 We spent like twenty five years as the best organization in sports, and we only played them twice a year. You're telling me we never swept them? And like they were never good during that stretch. No, God, remember when we, remember when we uh, ended Patrick Waugh's career? In, yeah, in yeah. Let's, let's pretend that was the end of his whole career. Let's pretend that was the end of a season sweep because then it would have actually meant something. Is that true? we should we should go to the uh, the monitor and, and check out if that status correct there's no way that that's true i mean i I swear to god it popped up on the bottom of the screen after the game yeah and i (laughs) i actually now that like we are talking about it i'm pretty (laughs) sure there was a little uh there was a minimum of four game qualifier on that stat i I can't say for Ah. sure but also i don't think fox sports detroit would be that irresponsible with their uh with their running of the banners there i can't imagine they just lie to us Listen, man, ratings, ratings are down. Yeah, right. There's got to be some stat layoffs going on. Who knows what's going on in the, in the research department. This is true. You just – and honestly, like – They've, got, they've point, got one intern right now. <laughs> the Wings have never swept the Canadians since they moved back to the Eastern Conference. Let's, let's run with it, boys. Yeah, something something along those lines. Uh, I mean, it was a it was, it was a great game, and well, so you know the funny thing about that stat, honestly, you could 
nobody nobody looked it up because we didn't care. We were like, awesome. Yeah. That's the one place to that's the one place to to grab some joy from this miserable season. Hey, you could run any stat you wanted to, and I wouldn't even bother to look it up because I'm so deprived of like uh, just any sort of good news or or happiness that I'll just take it. Yeah, hey, like Nolan, Andreas happiness to see you has ten goals. Yeah, but he's got three goals. Can you believe it. Well, do you believe it? I I know you got you have some uh, animosity towards our uh, friend Double A. What so did you good. think of him over the past couple of days? Why is he so bad in the defensive end, man? What is so going bad. on? Well, He's that's so, so bad. bad. Yeah. What? <laughs> what was your favorite? Like getting the puck past the blue line. Oh, just do it, man. What's the problem? How did you like that uh, that attempted hit on Marshawn that led to the Bruins? I think it was their fourth goal when he passed it to Pasternak and they just buried it. Well, listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Get physical with these guys, especially against that line. Yeah, can't back down. So you uh, you give him a, you give him a pass on that one because he was trying to make the physical play and, and knock the little rat Brad Marshawn on his keister. hundred percent. It's hockey. It's I like that. You know what I like about you, Sergio, is you are uh, you're you're a very mob mentality type fan, <laughs> which I am too. I, I've <laughs> I mean I've talked about it on this podcast before. I'm I'm up for hating whatever for whatever reason and uh, and contradicting myself at a moment's notice as a sports fan to support whatever is happening at this very point in time. You see a lot with Astros fans on Twitter right now, and like to me. That is so funny. I wish I could be an Astros fan right now, entrenched in this denial. Can we do an Astros pod? Yeah. What do you want to talk about the Astros? Let's just turn this into an Astros pod. Banish them. Banish the organization. Really? Contraction. We're getting all, way out. We're getting way off track here, but uh, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to know. I'm, I'm all about contracting the Astros. And I can't like, believe more people. I can't believe that organization isn't getting in trouble. This is unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, what, what, is, what are we doing talking about anything else in sports other than this? This is literally the biggest story in sports history. Yeah, I would have to right? agree. Uh, especially because, like, they – like, there's so – like, it's not like you just point back to that one 2017 World Series and, like, like yeah, they did. That was the only championship they won, but they also stole – I mean, in theory, they stole, a, you know, a World Series appearance away from the Yankees – last year which i mean i think honestly that is the reason why nobody's talking about it because the fan bases that got screwed over los angeles the yankees and the red sox who like caught like freaking uh like a ricochet shot because alex cora ended up managing in boston those are the three franchises so are there no allegations against the red sox i thought that both i thought both organizations were were cheating I have no idea, but like it, I, I really think this just breaks down to it being like in the in the court of public opinion. Yeah, they did steal a World Series, but it's a victimless crime. I mean, who's feeling bad for the for, who's feeling bad for the Yankees, Red Sox, and Dodgers? I I can't believe this is real. I, I can't believe I can't believe this is happening. And, I love and, and they're they're going to get to play baseball again this year, and all of those players are are going to be allowed to wear major league uniforms again. Yeah, with no repercussions at all whatsoever. Nothing. I think like, the Red Wings like should take that approach. Season. 
I was just going to say, I think the Red Wings should take the approach as well. And, uh, and I, one thing that I would love is to see them incorporate <laughs> this is an Astros podcast. I should, just the wings, should the Wings cheat? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so we go. Yes. Get indignant. If you, if, <laughs> if you were a Red Wings uh, front office executive who was going to create a grand conspiracy to try and win a Stanley Cup while cheating blatantly, what would be your, uh, what would be your method? I would get the Sedin twins, bring them back, and then, and then I would have them play. I would have an extra slot on the roster. I'd have them pretend to be just one guy. Oh, lighten the workload. Really, yeah, 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 lighten the workload for them so they're real fresh in the third period. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay, so hold on. There's a, I do have one question. Like, you're saying one goes out for the first and one goes out for the second or that they're constantly like coming in yeah. and out for each other. They keep going down the tunnel. Cause that's yeah, four or five they're, they're just alternating shifts. They're that's a little fishy though. Staying real, real fresh. You're already caught. I like where your head's yeah. at, but you're already caught. No, you just have them both on the bench. Well, see the problem with that is, uh, well, yeah, then they'll definitely get caught. They'll just be like, hey, there's two of you guys and only one of you on the roster. What gives? Remember yeah, there was yeah, – uh, remember yeah, Markeith, yeah. Markeith and Marcus Morris? There was, like, conspiracies that they – and, I mean, it might even be true that they, like, uh, switched uniforms one time. I don't know if – I can't remember. I think, that, like, I think there was a thing no, that that did happen. Were they like, I remember that, too. You're telling me the Sedin twins never did that once in their career? So that you want to pull mine on? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure they did. I definitely would. Who cares? Yeah, it's just sports. It's just a game. Exactly. You got to have fun with it. So if I, was, if, if I was the NHL, I would let, like, you know when we have to chip the puck out on the icing? I'd say if you shoot it towards our bench, like up two players on our bench have the ability to try and tip it to negate the icing. Let us get like a line it. change. The NHL like has got to throw us a bone. We've got our plus minus is our, our goal differential is like sixty worse than the next worst team. Give us a. We can just let's just always have six players on the ice. They can't always call it. Right. What are they going to do? You know what's funny? I think about that in sports all the time. Like, what if some? Like, why don't they just decide not to follow the rules anymore? Like, what are they going to say? The game's over? Okay, like, you can still convince yourself if you're a sociopath that you, like, <laughs> won and were, like, too good or dominant or something like that. Like, like if the ref blows a whistle and you just don't listen and you run to the end zone and you believe in your heart of hearts you score that touchdown and you just tell everybody, like, the whole team's in on it, whole franchise's in on it. They're, like, tweeting out score updates, like, of the play. of like, no, play's blown dead. You're running towards the end zone. Like, what – who – Let's, yes, let's 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 gaslight our way to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, go, go Wings. <laughs> let's do it. I no, don't. We won. <laughs> no, we won. Yeah, like 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 whistle blows, shoot the puck in the net. It's counted as a goal. Jumbotron like reflects that. <laughs> like <laughs> everything. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what is? What is the punishment for just organizational, like, defiance? 
You know how popular think, your sports team would get too? You'd be like, dude, yeah. these guys, they're not even paying attention. They don't care. Not to get political, but I think that Trump literally just did that on his way to the presidency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing it play it out. Oh, yeah. It worked. I don't. Nothing I, matters. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 2020 Detroit, 2020 Detroit Red Wings, Stanley Cup champions. Nothing matters. We just we just flip our record. <laughs> so <laughs> we, just, we just show up we as an organization. Finals and take the ice. We're 43, 15, and four right now. <laughs> Batman comes out to hand it. Batman comes out to hand the cup off to I don't know. Let's say Crosby. Let's say they win it this year. <laughs> <laughs> And Larkin just skates out and takes it. Just out of nowhere. He's, like, in a Penguins uniform, but, like, right as he skates over, he, like, rips it off. He's wearing the red and white. And if he's holding this – listen, listen. If Dylan Larkin is holding the Stanley Cup with Gary Bettman standing next to him and pictures are taken, who can take – like, and and – he really sells it. We all believe in our heart of hearts. Who can that? Who can take that away from us? I mean, you know, you you know, we're throwing a parade. Yeah, right, yeah. the parade, throw <laughs> the parade, hang a banner. Hey, listen, if the Wings just threw up a nineteen, let's say nineteen thirty-one Stanley Cup championship banner, would anybody care? No, we just start and, going around saying we got twelve cups, and that was long enough ago to you know, like argue that like the records were lost, you know, like, yeah. Oh, like they were just incorrect. They, there was a clerical yeah, like, error in which like, well, that's actually, a, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Did we just fix the Detroit Red Wings? Yeah. I think we did. Gaslighting. I, I really don't know what other ap- options they have at this point, at least this season. But yeah, I don't know. That was uh, this, I, 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 this, I, this is something I think about like with sports daily. Like, what if they just decide to stop following the rules? They still get to show up to the arena, all that jazz. But like, if they just, like you said, gaslight their way to a championship, why? Why not? I'm gonna gaslight the hell out of the rest of this year. These next twenty games. <laughs> The Wings are on a winning streak ever since, ever since I started watching again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think we should do for the next time you come on, Sergio, is to, like, actually we should all spend some time. We'll do, we'll, we'll do like, we'll each do a segment on how we would make a grand conspiracy to, like, cheat in some way in the NHL, whether it be to score more goals or to stop more pucks or uh, to stop your former GM from signing 35-year-old defensemen to no trade clauses and three-year deals, whatever Preach. it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retroactively take that away. Whatever it may be, I want to hear your grand conspiracies for the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, mine would, I can tell you what mine is already. <laughs> Let's hear it. Sign free agents. Get some NHL players. Yeah. Also... If you just <laughs> here's another thing. If you just pay people like millions of dollars off the books, say like, okay, dude. I mean, like loophole. what's yeah? What's wrong with that? Is I'm sure there's something yeah. against that, but I'm also guarantee there's a way to work around that. Just like call them like a hockey freelancer, like. <laughs> 
just file a big antitrust lawsuit and hold it up in court. Yeah. Hey, so that's like your way to the cop. And then when they take it away, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're a lawyer. What, uh, what is the like actual antitrust, like implications on what the Astros have done? Is there anything like, it wouldn't be an antitrust issue. Um, I mean, I guess, listen, we would go way into the weeds talking about how that could apply to antitrust, but um, there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever that uh, the individual players, uh, a lot of the pitchers that got shelled and that ended, like like guys that were, you know, short-term call-ups that got shelled and sent back down um, have absolutely meritorious claims for damages uh, against the Astros for cheating. And then in addition to that, if the Dodgers really wanted to, the city of, if the, if the, if the Los Angeles Dodgers wanted to, they could absolutely sue the Astros for fraud for all of the money that the organization lost out on. Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I would imagine that there's some sort of, uh, arbitration clause built into the ownership of teams. I, I don't know. This would be like, this would be, I, I mean, what already happened is such a landmark case of first impression for professional sports. Like I took, I took sports law in law school and this would be what, whatever ultimately happens here. Cause there will be, there will be litigation will end up being probably half of the curriculum for sports law class moving forward. Jeez. So, okay. Like what are the, and sorry guys who are hoping to tune in, like thinking, you know, talk about the Red Wings. We will get to the Red Wings in just a second, but I'm just curious, like what is the, like, what are the odds that like, uh, like the city of Los Angeles actually goes forward with something like that? And then what is their like, I don't know. I guess what what happens there? Do they settle or do they try to do something along? I mean, the Astros are an absolute wild be, card and be, completely in denial as an organization. So, I mean, that settling seems out of the question to me. But it wouldn't be the city of Los Angeles. It would be the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they would sue the Astros and Major League Baseball. Um, and do. Uh, who knows? It would be scorched earth, man. I, I, like I, I don't know. Would the, would would the teams continue playing? I'm I'm really not sure. It's not. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but it's this is something that's really crazy to like project out. Um, what would happen if if this if they wanted to, especially from a legal uh, standpoint, because it's it's the cheating itself is unquestionably fraud. Um, and there's business interests, there's humongous business interests involved. Um, it, you know, that would be a count that they certainly would be able to successfully sue on. Interesting. Uh, Are we doing well a then, sports law podcast? One thing that me and Ethan will have to do when we put together our, our conspiracy to get the Red Wings to the Stanley cup is we'll have to see, you know, how punishable the penalty is 
and, and stuff like that. See whose conspiracy is more severe in the terms of possible punishment. All right, I like it. Now, uh, let's transition back into the Red Wings. Now, they did win 4-3 against the Montreal Canadiens, like we talked about. You know, what, what, what's going through your mind? What, what are the range of emotions as new, uh, new fan Sergio? Well, oh, I, I, first of all, they're great. I, the sky is blue, and the Red Wings are going to win the Stanley Cup after that game. But, uh, no, I mean, you know, it's tough because, look, it's, it's exciting. They came back from two different two-goal deficits. They were down 2 nothing. They were down 3-1. to one. That third goal was a real backbreaker. They still came back and won. And at the same time, anytime the Red Wings win, doesn't it just kind of feel like the other team just kind of Lost to the Red Wings. Yeah, like it's not like the Red Wings really grabbed the bull by the horns and, and took over the game and started possessing the puck more than the other teams possessed the puck. It's just sort of weird stuff happened, and then this really bad team actually won a game. See, but I think the thing about last night's game is it was very different. Like, I think the exciting thing about it is that, you know, a lot of their wins like at least that I can think of lately, like they've been games where, you know, they go up and it's like, Oh, can they hold the lead? And it's like, wow, the other team didn't come back, but this was such a unique experience because you know, you like the, it was a roller coaster of emotions. You go into the game thinking, well, they've beat them three times already, you know, a fourth time, you know, we're, we're hoping for, we're expecting it. And then they go down three, one. And, you know, you're thinking, we should have known this all along. And then they come back in a way that we really haven't seen them this season. I think they're like two and 20 something when leading or when trailing after two. I mean, it was just a completely not like the win itself was out of the ordinary, but the way it was done too, I think added a little bit of uh je ne sais quoi, if you will. Yeah, no doubt. I, 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 uh, it was fun. It was exciting. Uh, it's always good to see the, you know, the spirit go up for the young players. Something legitimately exciting happens because those things happen so recently with this team. Uh, it's cool to see them come back from a two goals deficit in the third period when a game ends. Now, awesome. Ethan. Ethan, you and I, uh, we talked about the other day about how, you know, they weren't getting scoring from a lot of their stars. And yesterday did, yesterday they did. They got a goal from Robbie Fabry in the second period, two from uh, Andreas Athanasiu in the third, your boy Sergio, and then another from Mike Green uh, in that same third period. So, I mean, it was good to not only – like that added another element to it for me of like, oh, awesome. Like Green scored, Athanasiu scored twice. That has like, I guess if you – want to like let yourself believe that that has trade implications that can add to it as well. We're all about finding a little bit of wins, but uh, Ethan, you know, what was your overall impression of the way the team played in the third period and just kind of the way that they came back? Well, it's really what we talked about earlier in the, uh, this week on the podcast, it's either Darren Helm is scoring or our stars are scoring. And tonight or last night was, it was the stars, you know, boys got boys put the pucks in the net and, you know, it's nice to see a win. That Fabry goal was sick. 
Oh man. What a what a snipe on that far side right inside the post. Oh that man. was exciting. Yeah. It's the little wins. Now do you know do you think that win felt better because you had just been putting in the work of uh of the losing? you know, from the days earlier. I mean, that one again, that game against the Devils, we didn't talk about it a lot just because it was so bad. But, like, you know, the Red Wings in several games yeah. over the weekend on that road trip just kind of never oh, really yeah. were in it at all. For sure. I, I remember just sitting there watching the Boston game and just being like, what am I doing? You know, like, why am I watching this? How is this team so bad? This is so not entertaining. Then that third period of the Canadian game, it was like, oh, yeah, I love Red Wings hockey. Let's go. Yeah, they brought you right back in. Now, uh, after after watching a couple games, are you excited to keep watching or are you kind of dreading, you know, what's ahead of you? No, it feels like homework. It feels like homework, man. It's so hard to root for a team. It's so hard to watch – a hockey team not possess the puck. Right. It's so, it's just so frustrating. We spent our whole, you know, it was, it was so much fun watching the Red Wings my entire life, my, my whole childhood and adolescence and my, throughout my 20s. Uh, it's so much fun to watch your team always have the puck. Uh, it, it's not so much fun the other way around. I think I think you feel the same as every single Red Wings fan. Yeah, the only difference is that you've been. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I think the only difference is I'm watching. Yeah, you're being forced to watch and then talk about it, so you have to like take mental notes and actually like digest what's happening instead of being able to just like thousand yard stare at right through the the LED. Right, and then the mental notes are just God. Like, there's nothing good is happening. I'm like, what? I want to just, I want to have bright spots to talk about, and the bright spots are so few and far between. I remember, like, last week when I was out, you, you know, what's really sticking out to me, I was just like, Giovanni Smith looks fast. Giovanni <laughs> 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 oh, no. Smith looks fast. I don't know. Dylan Larkin is a good player. Um, but it has been nice to watch Mantha. Because Mantha's so good. Yeah, Mantha's a guy that, you know, we've uh, – like, he just he just brings a completely different element to the Red Wings that they don't have without him in the lineup. Like, just the size and the way – like, just watching the way he protects the puck. Something that no other Red Wing does like him. Yeah. He's big. He's, he is that power forward uh, that the Red Wings have – been you know longing for for so long and uh, you know i think uh i think when the red wings eventually become cup contenders again i think you're going to be you're going to be thankful for the fact that we made you do this because you can say you were there when, all, when nobody else was it'll all be worth it all right, Sergio, we look, uh, we look forward to checking in with you again, hopefully next week. Maybe Sergio, uh, since, you know, he was such a big Wings fan, uh, especially back in their heyday, then uh, we, maybe we'll have you join us for a Red Wings Rewind sometime. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about the 90s a little bit. I don't really remember that. Oh, I am, I'm all about that. That would be so much fun. Uh, anytime you guys want to do that, man. 
Perfect. Well, we'll set that up sometime cool. soon. We'll check back in with you, the listeners, uh, like I said, again tomorrow. And uh, we look forward to talking with you. Be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter if you haven't already, at LO underscore Red Wings. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Noel Bianchi, Ethan Smith, uh, for my lovely co-host, Ethan Smith. Thank and, you. And uh, Sergio, would you like to give away your Twitter, or are you keeping that private for one more week? One more week. One more you week. Back. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We'll see. <laughs> Sergio, we'll see you back next week uh, for that episode. I know everybody's going to be looking forward to it. I know I certainly am. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to create some conspiracies that won't be punishable by law, but we'll still get the job done. Thanks, guys.